Hi, beautiful people. How are you? I'm so excited. Once again, we have another beautiful woman of the Diversity Roundtable. If you are hearing us through the podcast, the Wisdom Circle Manifesto Women of Legacy, thank you and welcome. And make sure you jump on our Instagram at diversity.roundtable, as well as Facebook at the Women Diversity Summit. On Facebook business page and you get to see our lovely faces and you get to see a, a, a face to the voices that you're hearing so I do encourage you guys to do both experiences as you get different transmissions and energies through that we are so excited to be bringing you the third third episode or the third version of the series and the third interview of the women from the the, the summit in the roundtable today I have Hannah Jane Beautiful, aesthetic, feminine flow, amazing embodiment of softness and flowness into what she proje projects and presents into reality. And I wanted to spend this little minute for you guys to really listen to Hannah and see her and talk to her or have her talk to you and feel connected to her and seeing what she really provides and, and stands out into our coaching industry and our mentorship world as a woman of diversity, but also as a woman with a, with a business in an online space that is present and very active in it. Hannah Jane. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, would you like to tell the audience a little bit about really what your coaching and your mentorship business is about and how you help and serve the community and all that juicy stuff women can tap into and feel into even deeper? Yes, um, certainly. So what I'm most passionate about is manifestation, um, but really, what manifestation is is just getting what you want really like taking your power back and you know I got into this because I was someone who wasn't in my power in any area of my life and I you know I've had my own background of a lot of trauma a lot of you know just hardship like wasn't given the tools and it was something where I kind of had to systematically drag myself out of that in every area of my life and and as I did you know it was kind of like I can't not share this with the world and um so yeah that's I kind of tapped into my medicine like just through my own life experience and so the work I do it's obviously to help women step into their power um one of the words I use frequently is unapologetic because that's really like that is what if I could wish anything for women on the planet is to just unapologetically claim what what we want but once we do that there's a lot of deconditioning we need to do right and i'm sure this will come up a little a little more in the conversation here or later at the summit um you know there's a lot of different layers there's layers around self-worth there's layers of how we've been programmed to view ourselves as women there's past trauma whether it's very intense in your face trauma like kind of like mine was or just like more subtle trauma is really subjective right there's there's so much we could talk about with this you know working on regulating the nervous system mindset's a huge part of it as well working with the subconscious mind so i kind of work with all these, these different layers also helping women really heal their relationship with themselves that's really honestly if i were to sum up what manifestation is what stepping into your power is conscious creation it's it starts with healing our relationship to ourselves mm. what's generating everything so again some of it's self-love some of it's um yeah there's there's so many layers to it but yeah that's essentially what i do i help women reclaim their misplaced power and 
step into their boss bitch self and I don't know, <laughs> claim what they want like in everything not just one area not just oh I want more money or oh I want love like no you get to have the body too you get to have the lifestyle you get to have whatever you want so that that's what I do I love it I love it how it's so holistic and it has all those different layers to it I think this is so powerful and really how you you talk about unapologetic and that that word and that mantra essentially and how women really tap into it so I'm gonna ask a deep question but you get to choose how you answer and where you go with it and it could be like a very simple question but just to be on on brand or an essence of our summit and a roundtable which is diversity do you feel like diversity plays with the level of um, sorry, with the level of trauma that might be presented when we're trying to learn to manifest, or do you think it's subjective and it has nothing to do with diversity or race or color? It just depends on the person who's individually experiencing. And it's a heavy topic. You don't have to go really deep into it. And it could be absolutely just a bias. But I just want to touch on it because I know maybe some people are thinking it maybe, and maybe some people are thinking it's not. And I think there's no defined answer for it. But what are your thoughts? as a woman who is working with people and working in the space, what is your experience with it? Yeah, no, this is a really good question um, because there's two sides to this that I see and I kind of like to tackle it from two different areas because trauma is very subjective and I've learned that, you know, you really, part of the first step to healing trauma is to really acknowledge it. A lot of the trauma just comes from people essentially telling us that we're wrong for feeling what we're feeling. And as women, I think all of us, no matter what our background is, we can identify with that. But yes. then when we go into trauma, there's so many different types of trauma. People have been traumatized for their sexual orientation. People have been traumatized for the color of their skin. People have been traumatized just for like being a woman, right? Like, um, you know, and then there's different types of things. So um, yeah, it's, and I know for me, so I experienced a lot of systematic abuse growing up. And I was jumping into these coaching programs like, yes, I want to be in alignment. Yes, I want to manifest money. And like nothing was working. And when I would bring up the trauma, the coaches like couldn't go there with me. It almost was like a taboo thing. So that's mm -hmm. like, you know, so I, I like to speak about it, not from a victim standpoint, but because I want women to know, like, I'm not afraid of like your your stuff because that's the first thing I think we really need to be like able to hold space for that and have difficult conversations and not yeah. make people feel like they're wrong for feeling what they're feeling um and the thing is I've I, I noticed certain themes with clients of course because I think we attract clients who need our own particular medicine there's no coincidence with that but it also always like my mind's always so expanded every time I hear another woman's story because I've mm -hmm. never heard two stories that are exactly the same. So it's really, I think it's like really holding space for the trauma, really um, validating your experience and really like giving space for women to process what actually happened to them and how it's affected them because yeah. we kind of go in this, we're in this society where we're just going, 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 trying to achieve but when we haven't worked on that self-concept part first of really like dealing with these, you know, I don't want to say lower vibrational, but like the heavy stuff, like the, the yeah. trauma, the, the shame, the guilt, all of mm -hmm. that, the blame, like we need to work through that to get to a good neutral space to then be able to build. So it's like a part of like, am I doing, are you hearing the feedback weird by the way? It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> if I need to slow down, let me know. 
So there is that side of like, it's very sensitive and it needs to be talked about and we need to release the shame around talking about it. And I feel like women need to feel like they're held and that their experience is like, like I wanna hear your experience. I don't want you to keep it in, you know? Um, yes. Because we're all connected, right? And, but then the second part is then at some point we have to talk, stop telling the story. <laughs> so, yes. And yes. this part for me because I stayed stuck for years, like, oh, the trauma, and I don't know how I'm gonna forgive it and how am I ever gonna move past it? And it's like, you know, yeah. you acknowledge it, but you don't park there. So yes. it's important though, because if you just try to move past it without acknowledging it, you kind of re-traumatize yourself. <laughs> so Definitely. it's kind of been like, as I've worked with different women from like various different backgrounds with like different, vastly different life experiences, you know, it's kind of a case by case thing. So a lot of the work also is like helping women validate themselves and trust themselves and trust their intuition and learn how to go within for their own inner guidance because one person's healing timeline is not going to be the same as another's. Definitely. But after that, we need to kind of drop the story or we can't move forward. And so yeah. and, and that's the fun part. You know, you're like, okay, this happens, but now what? Like, what's next? What do I exactly. want to be? And you get to unapologetically align with that and realize that like, it doesn't, not that it doesn't matter what you've been through, but what you've been through does not affect what you get to create now. Yeah. So that's like, that's the part I like, but like, we definitely need to talk about the, about the different, all the different things we've experienced and definitely. I, I don't want to say it's not out there in coaching because it definitely is. There are some incredible mentors for whatever reason I wasn't finding them in the beginning. And I, looking back, I kind of think it's because I needed to lead myself through it in order mm. to help me like really understand what's my own unique method for this. What's my medicine instead of just like having someone tell me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think sometimes leaders have to do that. We have to kind of go through, learn things the hard long way. Um, <laughs> But definitely yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there are mentors doing this I just still kind of see it a little bit of a taboo topic. it's a taboo definitely I, so what what I wanted to go into a little bit is that it's really about taking the story that which is valid and truth but not our full identity and reframing it into a new story a new version of it new version of it where there's not this depth of shame guilt and self-worthiness yeah. and loathingness and nothing like loathingness we're not like detrimenting the self when we say loathingness so i think a lot of people have this pressure with loathing and they're like oh, i'm loathing i'm a victim oh no like you know when you're in like the self-development for a bit and you're kind of like coming out of it i see this with clients all the time they're like oh i'm in my victim mentality and it's like these are valid responses like be, yes be soft with yourself and be loving and it's okay don't shame that you're in victim like these are just parts that are wanting to be seen and be held, you know, just yes. it's just saying like, no, don't be a victim. Be like, I see you. I witness you. I come into you and walk through them again. And it's just like really those connection points, like my geeky neurotransmitter things, the connection points with our nervous system are really helping. They're just looking for parts where it's not connected again. So the new story, the new version, the new identity. Gosh match exactly so i really wanted to talk about it. so it's really about building that new narrative towards a story and the story yeah. reframing and becoming a new version of that story so it's really really powerful and really beautiful and i wanted to actually put a caveat to the conversation of like having mentors having accessibility and availability to these type of yeah. topics taboo not 
there's a lot of mentors out there and that's one of the reasons why I wanted like on a more logical level I yeah. wanted to put this this is very heart based for me and very dear to me this summit yeah. and the, the round table um the round table is so special for me but we're thinking about the summit portion of it it's so important too and it's so special as well but in this aspect of the summit it's a to help identify like the values of having women of diversity coaching you and then the round table is really about the story of the woman that you're seeing here coaching you okay. really yeah and then having that so that's really the beauty of it and then also having the holding in space and that energetic like alchemy that energetic creation of so many diverse women coming together you know speaking their truth into whatever their diverse story is and and the audience really witnessing into it but what I wanted yeah but what I wanted thank you but what I wanted to speak into is with the coachings there's lots of women in the coaching world that are of diversity and sometimes I'm going to be very frank and very honest when I first came in and I've only about I'm under a year in in this version of the coaching realm I was doing spiritual coaching for two years like I've been on the online space for about a total of three years but in this particular sector is this I'm within my first year this is my well I'm about seven months in but when I first first came into this sector all I was really seeing was a, either a very masculine version of a diverse woman yes <laughs> or I was just seeing like these femme Caucasian women you know or these women that were not necessarily like visually like they were diverse they were very diverse in their own like stories and even ethnicities but it, I just wasn't seeing an evidence in it and I don't think necessarily it has to do with maybe the industry didn't have coaches that were that but I think I went in with a pre-assumption or something reinforcing that or what I was being gravitated to and I think you slightly spoke about it a little bit too like in like a, a, a minute of a section of you not receiving and seeing like you're having coaches are too afraid and think it's happy to go there yeah so I'm really like asking the hard questions here yeah do you think do you think there is like a potential where us women of diversity are, tr are walking and thinking like oh it's not it's like do you think we have a biasy with it as well I'm not saying that we do but do you think like do you think the visibility of us seeing like like-minded or similar diverse coaches up front in person is it because there's not enough visibility for them or are we just not paying attention to those spaces that need that visibility i think this is a good way of watching it yeah that's a good question i think it's twofold i think they're from the mentor's, the mentor's perspective, perspective it's our responsibility if we really want to increase our impact to be vulnerable to go there yeah. to talk about the things because i think sometimes people just want to show the pretty aftermath right they're like oh i love that version of me but we you know you also want to be relatable so yes. i very intentionally share bits and pieces of my past you know i don't get on there and like tell you every shitty thing that happens to me but like you know you want you need people because that's what I needed. I needed someone yeah. to be like, oh, this person gets it. Like this person's not going to be afraid if I tell them some of the like shit that happened to me, you know, or just to like have it click in your brain that that person can help you because it's so easy mm -hmm. to become unrelatable very quickly, right? You're like, oh, I'm high vibe. I'm happy. I feel good. And you're like, well, this is just like not where I'm at. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm making all the money and you're, you know, but like, at some point we weren't those things like right yeah. so i think for coaches and mentors it's important to like 
embrace all parts of ourselves. I actually did a post about this the other day saying, you know, like I love, I love my past version of me. Like yeah. I'm proud of everything I've led myself through. I don't, you know, I embrace, I embrace who I am. I love the woman I'm becoming. Like, I think we need to sometimes, and I get it. Cause I, I coach on this. Like, you know, you need to leave the old story, you leave the old, you, know, you got to die to your current version and you know, all the things, but yeah, I think there's some vulnerability needed. I think that will make women feel more safe. Yes. On the other side, I do think, you know, we all have blind spots. And so we, it, it's, it's hard because like, sometimes you just need to hear something a bunch of times before it actually lands. And I know for me, like I was in many different coaching containers, kind of not seeing like where my trauma was blocking me from receiving support, mm -hmm. you know, like some of the weird stories I had going on or like expecting to be rejected or expecting to not be understood. And it's so funny because it like, I've worked with enough women like with different backgrounds that it really like we have in our mind what we think it is but that's like never what it is yeah they just never is things and that's why honestly such a huge part of the work i do is to really have it's around self-concept it's around helping yeah. women really see like how perfect you actually are and like just all the ways we thought we were stuck or rejected or abandoned like it's just like in your mind but again, when someone's in a really traumatized space, you can't really tell, well, this is just a distortion in your mind because they're like, yeah. I'm having this very real experience. So you kind of need to hold space for both. I think to kind of sum it up, I think as mentors, what we can do is just be proud about what we've led ourselves through and not share it in yeah. a victim way, but share it in a way for people to really see like, wow, this is your journey. This is where you started. If you did it, I can do it too, because yeah. Yeah, I, I it is bold. It is what we like, especially as mentors. Oh, yeah, sorry. Especially especially as mentors versus coaching, because coaching is usually you're kind of like teaching a theory and like a step by step. But mentors, we're really leading with our own personal life and experience. So as a mentor, it's a very like in my eyes, it's a very energetic game. It's a very energetic game. It's much about holding space. It's about alchemy. It's about us. It's about our life and that transmission and transmission of that experience and us leading through at all stages. And I wanted to also make a quick caveat that it's not even about like where, how much money you're making at different levels. Like I have clients with all different brackets yeah. and you could still succeed and still have your trauma response. <laughs> you can still have your trauma. It just expands louder and louder. And it's not at a certain point, it's not sustainable for your physical body. And there's going to be conflict on the road. And if you want this, the true feminine ease and grace and flow, the trauma work and the nervous system body response is what will help you heal to receive that even more like how you said so there is so much more i want to spend maybe the next two minutes on this topic and then switching over to the questions and the fun stuff okay. um but be yeah, before we switch on over i wanted just to like let like let the let the audience know and like kind of bring in something a little bit more it's that when we're in the coaching and mentorship world and we're really tapping in and even women of diversity or all women it's all inclusive doesn't matter one or the other uh, so all women we really need to be okay like like you said hannah is like showing up in that vulnerable way and not just showing up in a vulnerable way but like really looking at ourselves and our life as every point is such a teaching moment if it's not for us it's for them it's for the whole like for all of us you know, you uh, for you for me for us we know the statement all of us know the statement but like it's it's really about like taking that in so what are some of your greatest success stories when you saw you, yourself opening up in that vulnerability and taking that lead 
because I'm sure your mentors and your coaches before and everything have, but we were just having that blinder on and not identifying maybe with it. Or maybe some coaches were, like you said, really are taboo because they just feel so dissociated from the, or they're afraid or there's a fear factor towards it. Like, oh, I can't go there because I don't know if I can relate and stuff like that. Yeah. How do we help? How do we help ease that? And like, what were some of your success stories easing that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I think one was like being willing to take radical responsibility. So, you know, I had to kind of look at myself and see like, oh, this is a pattern. I feel like when I share my story, I'm rejected. Like, I wonder what part of me like is creating this, you know, there was a part of that, Um, you know, taking responsibility, being willing to look at patterns and then make the decision that, okay, I'm desiring to move past this because so much of like a mentoring relationship whether it's in like a mastermind or one-on-one is we need to we need to be comfortable asking for what we need like we need to be open to receive support so when we have these struggle stories going on what we don't realize is our hearts are actually very closed yes and our eyes aren't open to all the support that is there for us so like again it's a two-way street like sometimes you you will have a case where maybe there's someone who's like uncomfortable holding your shadow like going there with you and unpacking that but then also times it's like maybe your perception that it's not welcome so a little bit of it was like needing to be honest how am i maybe creating this um is this a pattern okay because maybe i'm the common denominator um another was like that i totally think I actually signed up for incorrect programs and mentors because I actually was not in the energy of the solution. It was actually like a defense mechanism thing. And then I told the story of like, oh, it doesn't work. Like, have you been there? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've done that with one mentor. Yeah, I did that with one mentor. I totally like misunderstand what the understood the container and I heard her story and I was like, oh, it's gonna be about the story she told me. And then that's what gravitated me to her because it was a trauma response and it was like a, tra- a trauma bonding to her story. And then I walked into the container, I'm like, it's not about this. <laughs> and then I was like, but I got so much out of it. Like I literally got so much out of it and I grew from it and it was really beautiful. It was a nervous system rewriting container and everything. I loved it. But I really was like attracted to like not taking the whole holistic story of like what aspects needed like she was actually putting in the container. So I think it's a caveat, like really like, you know, and it was a sporadic thing. It was like a one-off. Usually like I spent a bit more months, I think within like two hours of seeing it, I just bought it. Like, you know, so. Hey, I've, I've invested in things quickly and it's been, you know, even the investments that I say weren't really like my proudest moments. I still got what I needed because this is another part of it is like learning to validate yourself because that's it's going to happen where people don't validate it for you. You know, like no one's going to understand completely what you went through other than you. So a lot of this is about trusting yourself. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's about like, you know, seeing how are you maybe holding yourself back? What stories do you have going on? Because we all have them and there's no shame in it, but like we all have struggle stories. Like, like it's part of, it's resistance it's part of being human it's okay it's just like to evolve we need to be willing to identify it and let go of it so a little bit of that um i don't can you ask again i feel like maybe i'm losing i think i think we got it i think we're good i think we got that so what we're gonna do is we are going to transition into the juicy fun part and which is all the whole fun it's all really good information really like thought-provoking this one was a little bit more like heavy hitter kind of style, um, but I loved it. We went there, so it's great. So what I was going to do is 
this segment is like a preview of the energy and the vibration that you're going to feel within the summit and within the round table. So what I did is some of you guys may know already that I have went ahead and I've asked all the women um, to pick out of a list of questions, two questions they want me to ask on this, on this interview or on this podcast. So with that, Hannah has given me three wonderful questions that she would like me to ask her. So this is a space where I'm kind of just asking and holding space for you. You answer it. I receive and we move on to the next question. Okay. And I do that and I'm not allowed to have a response. I would try not to have body language. <laughs> I'm just going to hold energetic space for it. And really just allow yourself to receive and kind of go through the questions as you, you want. And then after that, we'll go into some really fun playful things afterwards. All right, Hannah. So question number one. What is your relationship to your diversity? Does it come into play with your coaching? Well, I think we kind of answered that already. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just keeping an open mind, really like being, I mean, as a mentor, you really learn you need to hold space to understand where your client's coming from, not project your own story onto it. So it's definitely like a skill. And I would say like the more women I've worked with, you know, it one it helps because I can identify themes more quickly, but it's also like not always about me telling my client what I think is going on with them. It's like holding space and learning how to ask the right questions and help them access their own truth about it. So I've kind of learned like with it because everyone's story is so unique and everyone every new day for every person is so unique you know we're we're infinite beings having amazing experiences here and really i think just holding space and like asking the right questions to help my clients go within has been what's been the most helpful instead of feeling like oh i need to completely understand this i need to fix it it's not about that like everyone has their own answers um i think the most healing aspect comes from me holding space and really being able to like go there with them perfect um, yeah <laughs> all right so question number two what is the one thing you wanted your audience to know about your teachings that might they might not know about my teachings that they might not know um so i know the way i teach might be a little controversial <laughs> Um, but I'm really about women stepping into their power. So like a lot of the teachings that have actually been transformational for me were along the lines of like Neville Goddard, Law of Assumption, things like that. Really understanding that we are creating it and taking radical responsibility. So yes, well, of course, there's like the healing aspect side. Of course, we're going to work with your nervous system. Like we want these things. We need to work on self-love. Like a lot of it is mindset. And I know that sometimes in this space with, I would consider myself a very feminine energy coach, but we really do, in my opinion, need the masculine, um, how do I want to say it? It's like the structure and the commitment and the discipline, because this is where I see a lot of coaching going wrong. People just want to stay in the healing stuff. And it's like, yeah, but you need to actively like become, not become, because it's already who you are, but you need to tap into another version of you. So, so much of what I, work with is like really like lighting a fire under your ass like helping you get in touch with that inner bad bitch because honestly that's how you're going to move past the trauma like we need to have time and space like we kind of talked about 
the trauma quite a bit in the beginning. Like we need that to get you to feel safe, but then it's like you need to switch. So yeah, I love helping women get into that kind of sassy mode. And I see a lot of women being afraid to go there because we've been conditioned to believe that it's wrong for us to be in our power. We've, especially if you've experienced trauma, you've experienced people in a position of power abusing it and we are good hearted people we don't want to be like that so it's like i i love helping women like really learn how to trust themselves and be so unapologetic about what they want and who they get to be and really take full responsibility understanding that it's like you and your thoughts and the way you're perceiving yourself and what you're choosing and like deciding because i see so many people being like oh just trust the universe it's like yeah but you have to decide first and then the universe moves so a lot of it's like that that I love it. Advantage. Like that, yes. <laughs> so some people, okay, so, if they follow me, they probably know. But maybe, <laughs> many people, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into that. Okay. So the last question I'm going to ask you actually gave me four, and I'm going to do three. Okay. So this is like my favorite one. A lot of people, a lot of the women have um, sent this one in. Okay. What is your dream for women in the coaching and mentorship world and industry? Okay, I like this one. I'm glad you asked it. Yeah, I have so many dreams for women in this industry. I think the number one thing would be to unapologetically be yourself and claim what the fuck you want and know that there's nothing in your way. It's literally just ever us keeping ourselves from it and understand that there are no rules. Rules do not apply to you, your creator, you're making your you're creating your world. You create your rules and you're free to go in and change those at any time. So it's like, you get to make as much money as you want. You get to live as juicy, full, luxurious of a life as you want. You get to have as big of an impact as you want. You get to do it your way. You don't need to do things a certain strategy. Like you literally can handpick how you want it to go, but it is going to take you backing yourself, which is where the fire and the drive and the, you know, stepping into that badass side of you comes in. But yeah, I want women to know that they absolutely can have it all. And I want to see more women stepping up and just being their authentic selves. Because honestly, like when we're doing things just because we think we need to run a business this way, or this is what we think we need to do to have an impact, and it's not true to us, it's not going to last, or we're gonna we're gonna get burnt out, or we're going to feel bitter as a projector. I really understand that in this alignment vibe of like, oh, I don't wanna do this, but I feel like I need to, you know? And the thing is, it actually doesn't serve any anyone like what's going to blow up your business and your impact and just even if you don't have a business just your life in general it's just you being you unapologetically like you can have it all so i just want to see women wealthy thriving succeeding writing their own rules not taking any less shit like that's what i want and showing perfect, perfect. how to do it in a better way than it's been done previously <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So much fire in you, Hannah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we are on to the really fun thing. So, audience, everybody who's listening, the listeners on the podcast, and the lovely people that are going to be part of the summit and roundtable, I want you to tap into like the field, tap into the energy. Hannah's really spunky, lots of sass, a lot of fire. We talked about some really heavy heading topics and stuff like that. When I asked Hannah what song is her theme song for her life, she brought to us Empress by Tribal Seed. So when you're in the Spotify playlist and you're listening to it, you know that's Hannah's track and that's her vibe. 
Hannah, tell us a little bit about Why Empress by Chavos, Tribal Seeds. Yeah, okay, so the first thing, reggae, like totally all day, every day for me, <laughs> baby. Um, reggae, Tribal Seeds, okay. Um, but Empress is so the vibe. And if you look at, even if you're not into reggae, but if this is like resonating with you, look at the lyrics because the lyrics are beautiful in the, the first time I heard this song years ago, like I, my body was covered in cold chills because it was exactly what I was going through. It was like my own personal quest to understand the mysteries of the universe. And it talks about Solomon wisdom. And I was brought up very Christian, but you know, I'm not really aligned with that anymore. But I was always intrigued as a little child by the story of Solomon. He was the most wealthy man in the kingdom, in the world. And he, you know, he didn't, he got to ask for one thing and he didn't ask for riches he asked for wisdom and in the song mm. um you know this woman who's on her mission to understand solomon wisdom and i was like oh my god that's me that's what i'm here to do and i'm here to teach women to be wealthy and i'm here to do it in a really aligned heart-centered way um and then they talk about in the song too about how the entire universe conspires to bring in your desires and I read, I read tarot and in the tarot, the empress is one of my favorite cards. It's like, she's the queen's here. The empress is the top, you know, emperor, empress, yes. power couple, you know, divine feminine energy of I'm magnetic. I know my worth. I know my value. I magnetize things to me. I don't lift a finger. Things come to me. I, my word is law. My desires come to me. And that is such an energy to cultivate and embody. And it's so opposite of how women have been taught, right? So it's like about deep doing all that deconditioning work to really unapologetically own that side of yourself who gets to have it all. And the thing with the Empress is she's so fertile and abundant. She's that, um, we talked about this before we hopped on the call, like that feminine energy that just expands things. So it's like also understanding that it's not selfish or like arrogant because when you're in that high vibration of that, everyone, everyone you're creating abundance for everyone. And so I, I just, that song for me, it's like everything I'm looking for and it's just such a good vibe and yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it, I love it. So if we haven't figured it out by now yet, obviously Hannah's word is un unapologetic. Mm, yeah. So when we asked Hannah, what would be her hashtag. So what we're doing, guys, if you guys don't know, is we're having a little bit of contest here where whoever is able to share the most of Hannah's content out throughout the summit and the round table in relation to the summit and the round table and tag Hannah and put this hashtag as well as at diverse.roundtable as well and tagging us as well. And you do as much, you get a prize. And we're going to the prize in a few minutes. But when we asked Hannah which hashtag she wanted you guys to use, she gave us unapologetic and wealthy women revolution yeah. so obviously it's kind of evident in the whole conversation why she said unapologetic but Hannah if you wanted to go a little bit into maybe wealthy women revolution and a little bit into unapologetic you are more than welcome to sure well I think unapologetic will just for the sake of time <laughs> leave that um but wealthy woman revolution that's my handle on Instagram, TikTok, that's um, the name of my mastermind. It's the name of my Facebook group. It's really like the brand I've built for myself um, because I want to revolutionize women having wealth. And to me, wealth is not just about money. It's about having it all. It's about being really fulfilled. It's about 
unapologetically being yourself and claiming your desires and creating love it love so yes those are the two hashtags perfect perfect so we have kind of laid the lamp for you guys you guys have got to know hannah a little bit more you have heard her takes and her questions and the energy and the and the thought process and vibe she's going to bring to the summit you have heard her song i hope you have go ahead and spotify and listen to it have that play and get to know her get to know the women listen to the whole um, playlist and get into the vibes of it you understand that unapologetic is what she's all about you know where to find her wealthy women revolution everywhere on all the social medias and her masterminds everything it's there on instagram find her there so hannah what is the gift that you are giving everyone if you're giving the one person the one person who is sharing the most so this is the most we are going to go in and check and tally it up and then on the day of the of the draw we're gonna we're on the day of the draw we're gonna tie up whoever has the most and whoever ranks the highest that's the person that is going to win this and it's a combo it's a combo it's really powerful i think it's, it's such it's really gonna set you up hannah let me let us know all of us more about this um prize yeah. or gift you give yeah so i was really happy to combine these together i've actually been considering combining them together like as an offering as well but i was like this is the perfect opportunity because they go together really well um, so there are two different master classes that i've created one is all about money manifestation so in it i really go into like the way i rewired what money means and the energy of it and how to really like change your energy around money as well as in that master class that was a pretty long master class i give like practical steps as well that you can start doing and implementing to start telling a new story with money and really creating a new pattern with money every time you spend or receive money so that one's really powerful that's a really amazing master class and then the second one is one that's also really dear to my heart and it is becoming a luxury because this is something i see with so many women especially in the spiritual community and i've been there so i know where we almost have this like strange resistance to luxury we feel bad for wanting it i think some people kind of deny don't even let themselves go there because on some level we doubt that we are worthy of it or we doubt that we can create it so it feels like this scary thing so when i created this master class i let it live um it i wanted women to really kind of lose the shame around it and also the weird stigma and really get in touch with what does it mean for you and what's the energy of that what's the frequency of it how can you start embodying it and i did like a timeline clearing in there there were it was a beautiful master class as well and the whole point of both of these was to help you really just see it in a new way and help you apply it to your life so you can start embodying it now i love it i'm yeah. so excited for that it's such a pleasure it was such a pleasure to know that you are like facilitating and giving this to all the women and like they have opportunity to receive this and I want to know, it was such a pleasure to have you on and like have you for the summit, have you for the round table. And like really in the round table is where you're gonna get, see Hannah go deep. And Hannah's gonna really open up to us about her experiences with diversity and her feelings of it and how it's translated into her coaching world and her career and the effects of it. And it's gonna be such a beautiful time to share with us in that space and that energy holding and that frequency, as well as learning much more in the summit part where she goes and talks much more about this. I want you guys to not like rob yourself from the potential the potentiality and the possibility of receiving this wealth 
and this abundance that she's offering. I want you to go and check her out, go on her Instagram, go on her social medias, really find out more about this beautiful woman and her offerings and really tap into her juice that she's giving. Like just as just as well with all the other women in this in this roundtable and in this summit, they are offering and having such amazing possibilities and potentialities. And each of us really brings a deep wisdom within our step and a legacy of our diversity that we carry. And I spoke about this a little bit in episode one of the series and episode two of the series, where really the women of the roundtable and the summit are holding space for you as the viewers as well and you as the audience yeah. to receive from that energetically and really bring wholeness to yourself and integrate more of the wisdom and intelligence. So I really wanted to thank you, Hannah, so much for being here. And let everybody know the listening. If you don't know where to find us, find us at diversity.roundtable on Instagram, Women of Diversity on uh, Facebook business page. If you are a diehard fan of the Wisdom Circle, Manifesto, Memory Legacy, this is Ella Sophia. And you can find me at SWA Solutions. And you guys know where to find me. My link bio is above, bottom, below, whichever platform. You'll find the link bio there with all the information, as well as the link to go into the Women Diversity Summit at the end of February this month. All right, guys, see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.